describe this 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 beautiful woman give them the same intro you gave me oh really nah because this my dog this my dog right here so i mean you know no you just gave i'm talking about the intro y'all y'all gave me just like 2.5 seconds ago girl think about your time for that (laughs) yeah anyway back to my spiel back to my spiel um so this this incredible black queen that mm-hmm. we have as a special guest on you know our little bonus episodes for y'all because you know y'all just act like y'all just be missing us and stuff but you know we're gonna go ahead and drop gonna drop these gems you know for y'all because i know y'all the people they want to be able to express themselves they want to be able to you know take care of their mental it's okay to not be okay so our special guest miss keisha mother dennis i said <laughs> miss keisha dennis up in this thing like yeah thank you for That's having me thank you for having me yeah a little pressure <laughs> Listen, I was just telling somebody, um, early, no, was it yesterday? I was telling them that I'll be a guest on here, and I was like, Y'all gotta follow that Instagram page because when I tell you, I be cracking up <laughs> at the Instagram post. I'm like, But it's so true, it's relatable. Like, I definitely <laughs> felt like that at work, right? Yeah, <laughs> listen. Listen, we just be trying to make the people laugh because that's it. It, it's it's good for the soul. Like you be struggling, mm-hmm. you be worried about like why your manager, you know, sending you this threatening email, and then you on the mm-hmm. verge of maybe getting fired, and then you know the holidays coming up, so it's just like you just be trying to make people smile. Mm-hmm. That is true. We just be trying to you know trying to make people smile. You know, just try to brighten up their day. So that's that's really important for me because me just seeing memes and just laughing at funny stuff like all the time, it it helps me. Like it, it helps me and it takes right. my mind off of, you know, just everyday mm-hmm. struggles and everyday things that I'm dealing with. So sort of light to a situation. I agree. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited to be here today to talk about some mental health stuff. Yes. Yes. So you got to tell the people what you do. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Keisha Dennis, and I'm the founder and CEO of The Elephant in the Room. And we're a nonprofit that specifically advocates heavily for mental health 
um, during this process, we provide educational tools and we um, use our platform to talk about mental health and uh, destigmatize it. Um, our main goal is to get people, the more you know, people start sharing their stories, um, the more people get comfortable talking about mental health, um, people would start to really want to get the help that they need because with everything that's going on in society, with work, um, people are entrepreneurs on the side, um, they have life, they're dealing with a pandemic. Um, yes. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's just a lot going on. We have yeah, all kind of all kind of things. So um that's we're we're here to pro- provide support. Um we encourage people to uh, look into therapy. You know, therapy's cool in my book. So mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. You know, that's exactly what we do. Dope. This is so dope. It's <laughs> so dope. So with us going into the holidays, um, I know there are a lot of people that um especially with with work, the stress of work is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm during this time right Mm -hmm. and then you know you have blackouts so you can't take days off um which i'm really curious to see how you know companies are going to continue you know to basically keep this up with a blackout with what's going on with covid and the pandemic and all that great stuff um but what are some advice that you have for employees that can't take time off for themselves even though the companies are having a hustle and bustle and then not only that, for those of them that are missing their family members and how to cope with that as well as trying to deal with the hustle and bustle at work. Okay, so I'm going to say this and um, I'm going to say this just because uh, I, have, I don't really talk about it that much. But um, let's see. So initially, I wanted to start like the mental health nonprofit because I struggle with anxiety really bad. At, like I was a teenager. Oh, real bad. I mean, y'all, it was panic attacks. It was uh, anxiety attacks. It was just really bad. However, I coached myself through that and I was just fine. And then I would say maybe 10 years later, a little bit longer. But recently I was working in corporate America. Actually, I was working for, yeah, like corporate America. And um, it was just a situation. And I worked in HR. And uh-huh. it was a situation, <laughs> and you know, like working in HR, you understand you kind of are like take the burden of everybody's yes. work. And we were so understaffed; it was just myself, and I was supporting thousands of employees, and I just couldn't really. It was just a lot going on, and um, there was a situation that occurred, and it got to the point where I had to kind of use my own resources at that particular you know, place of employment that I would suggest for the employees. And I went to use the EAP and I um, went, I got counseling, um, did the sessions and I was just like distraught. I just felt like I was about 17 years old again and I couldn't really like catch my breath. I didn't know which move to take. And ultimately to answer your question, because this is something that I did and it, it may not be the best advice for everyone else, but for me, I don't play when it comes to my mental health, okay? I put my mental mm-hmm. health before mm-hmm. everything. Anything that's going to disturb my peace, I read, I read, you know, completely. So um, I think instead of saying, you know, let me just quit my job. No, we want to make <laughs> really <laughs> good decisions, you know. But what I think is important for 
um, employees to do during this time, which helped me around that time was just to try to plan ahead as much as possible. Um, a lot of times we get caught up with holidays, gifted things, saying yes to everybody, going to all the holiday functions, being at Friendsgivings and um, buying gifts for people that you know that, oh, I'm just getting them something because they get me something every year. It's okay to say no. It really is okay to say no. And the people that truly love you will understand. And so try to plan ahead. You don't want to get too overwhelmed because once you get too overwhelmed, it'll put you in a state of depression. You start having anxiety and you ultimately don't even get to enjoy the holidays. Right. Yeah. I'm big on that. Yeah. That's um, so when you did decide to basically quit, like what steps did you take to make this decision like I know like you said mental health is the most important thing that that can your mental health comes first basically mm-hmm. so what steps you know or what advice would you give someone if you know they're going through struggles at work and they don't know which way to go they're on the verge of quitting their job but they know they can't quit their job because they have to provide for their family mm-hmm. what advice or what steps you think someone can actually take, you know, to, to get they shit together. Basically. Right, right. So for me, um, I did have some money saved up, so I definitely wasn't just kind of like, all right, well, this is my last check, and all I got is two weeks, and that's it, because I know for me, <laughs> it would have stressed me out even more. Um, and I always tell people the best time to look for another job is when you have a job, okay? That's the best mm-hmm. advice. Yes, and so um, for me, I prayed about it and I knew immediately like the stress that it put on my body. I couldn't sleep at night. I mean, I was crying all day, every day, um, taking, you know, a leave of absence from work. Not because like I've, I've worked at HR for a, a while, but, you know, a lot of the time people say, oh, you know, they're taking a stress leave. And most people are like, oh, they just don't want to come to work. No, 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 no. Right. There are times that I knew right. that I could not come to work because I would. I never had acid reflux a day in my life. I developed, I had acid reflux and I didn't know what it was. And I went to the doctor and they're like, that's, that's exactly what it is. And I had to get on medication. And I'm like, you mean to tell me I have to take this before I eat now? And I'm like, I'm only 30. Right. right. That's the way this stress had weighed on my body so much. And so I knew at that point that I was, I mean, in, in essence, for lack of better terms, I was really killing myself. And that job wasn't that important to me. And I knew that with, um, you know, I prayed about it and I I have a spiritual background, but I also, before anything, I truly believe that if you're a good human and you're a good person, then you'll get anything that comes from you. So I just had a lot of faith and I just, I just, I, I quit. And when I tell you, me not having to get up and go to work that next day, it was the best feeling. And when I tell you within a week, I had no more acid reflux. That's wow. how you know. Look at God. Yes. And so it was a process, you know, and I did think about bills. But at the same time, I thought about my health. So what if I stayed at that job and continued to work it and stress myself out, had to go to the hospital? Uh, how am I pay the, bill, pay the bills in? I'm being in the hospital. Yeah. Right. So... Yeah. I, I really just took all that stuff into consideration. Um, but I, I did make a smart decision. I still like, you know, 
of course, you give yourself a couple of days, but then you start looking for something else because you don't want to stress yourself out even more if you're without employment, especially during right. times like this. But yeah. Looking for that job, y'all. Right. And also the um the guilt trip of having to look for another job when you feel like you haven't been at your job a long time. Um, I don't know, you know, how you guys feel about that, but sometimes you gotta do what's best for you mm-hmm. and your sanity, right? And I think that, you know, we're taught, suck it up, you know, work there forever, retire, do what you need to do, all this job hopping all this other stuff that you're trying to do, you're doing too much. Um, But, you know, Keisha, you're the expert. What would you say to, you know, someone that's probably feeling guilty about that? I'm going to be honest. I can give a lot of credit to this this new generation. When I tell you they don't care, they don't care. (laughs) Period. Period. Um, When they come through the door, they're demanding a a nice salary. They're like, listen, Mm -hmm. I want my coins up front. Because I don't have time. I'm giving you guys two years. And to me, I I kind of encourage that. You know, in the back in the old days, um, our parents, they were on the force. Like my mom, she just retired from being a flight attendant. And she retired after 45 years. 45. As a matter of fact, she was, Kudos to her. She was one of the first African-American flight attendants. <laughs> yes. So, but things have changed. It's like yeah. employers now don't even have pensions sometimes. And so there's no real incentive right. for um, employees to really want to work somewhere. And so just think about it like this. And I'm real blunt and real honest. Just think about it. Uh, you go to work, you're younger, and you want to get paid no money, basically. But they want you to overexert yourself, stress yourself out, be away from your family, be away from your peace. Um, you struggle and check emails and think about work in the middle of the night. That's not healthy for your mental. It's not. Mm-mm. And so um, I don't I encourage people that if if an if an employer, if it's not a good fit for you, it's not a good fit. Don't force yourself to stay in a situation because you're not doing anything but making yourself miserable Um you're depleting your mental health. And again, it's mental health over everything. Period. Everything. Everything. So if I wanted to come sit on your couch, what's your contact information? So you can find us actually. Okay. So what we'll do, we have um, some therapists. We have some on our website. And you can visit the website at www.theelephantintheroominc.org. You can follow us on Instagram. It's at the Elephant in the Room Inc. And the same thing for Facebook as well. So you can connect with us, sign up to get on our mailing list, and we always have a lot of things going on and give all good kind of information about mental health. Yes. Perfect. I've seen one of the therapists we went to Columbus State with on your website too, Avery. Yeah. I am Avery. I remember when I met Avery, I connected with him. He does this um, amazing, it's kind of like a, um, what's it called? Um, like a man cave type therapy session for men. And it, it was so dope. Oh, dope. Oh, my God, it was so dope. And so I immediately wanted to connect with him and send him over some of the guys that, you know, why people think my DMs really be popping, it really be popping when they're about they want therapy and stuff. So really? <laughs> I'm cool I mean, with that. I'm cool with that. Yes, I love it. And I love the encouragement of getting black men into therapy and them being okay. And like, you know, I think the black, I would say the black magic that's happening 
now um, is just remarkable, you know, for the day and age that we're in. Yes, we don't give a fuck, but we, because we care about ourselves so much more. Like, we are so um, competent of who we are. We're in tune with ourselves. We're in tune with our ancestors. Like, you know what I'm saying? To be Black is just like, whoa. It's the definition I'm of what I'll tell you a quick story. <laughs> so it's this guy. Um, I met him. I think I went to high school with him a long time, you know, a long time ago. And the holidays are approaching. And I know it's pretty relevant to you guys and what you're talking about as far as um, this podcast. But the holidays are approaching. He recently lost his mother. And um, mm-hmm. he's been kind of DMing a little bit. But it wasn't. He never said anything. It was just kind of like subtle signs. And I'm like, hmm, this is just kind of weird. Um, but, you know, I'm always pleasant. And so then come to find out, maybe a couple of weeks later, I received a text message. It was a screenshot from another a mutual friend. And he's like, hey, um, tell me, what does your friend, you know, Keisha do? And I know she is into mental health. You know, I've been watching what she does in a while. And, you know, my friend told him exactly. And he pretty much was like, okay, well, I really think I need to like reach out to her or talk to her and try to connect with her because with the holidays and stuff coming up, it's so fresh. I, I haven't had like, who's going to cook Thanksgiving? Who's going to be there for Christmas? And so um, she was like, sure, you know, I'll reach out to her and, you know, I can connect the two of you. And, you know, as a black man, he was like, okay, that's fine. But just give me just a minute, you know, because he wasn't really quite prepared and ready to you know, jump into it just yet. He's like, I'm gonna let you know, though, but just know that, you know, something isn't right with me. And I feel comfortable enough to share with you. So mm-hmm. I say that to say, mm-hmm. like, we mm-hmm. never know who's watching. And with the holidays that are approaching, try to be kind to people during this time. Yes. So you do not know what they're going through. Exactly. Yes, thank you so much. This was therapeutic for me, and I'm not even on the couch. <laughs> right. Right. Well, thank you. I, really, I love what y'all are doing. I love the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank. Thank you so much, Keisha, for. For you know, I love you. And, uh, I, <laughs> I love you too. I mean, I love you. <laughs> like, love you, love you. Um, I love you. <laughs> and not like seriously, like this, this. I I really I'm glad that you started this because it's really important. Mm-hmm. And with our generation now, I feel like we are speaking more about our mental. Because like you said, mm-hmm. back in the day our parents worked every day. They provided for us and that's it. They ain't really that mean they struggle, but I feel like our struggles is a different type mm-hmm. of struggle. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's different. different, yeah. So we, um, this platform that you have is awesome. It's so awesome, man. Well, I can't take all the credit because I wouldn't be able to do what I do if it wasn't for you guys. Because you guys lend me your platform to continue to spread the word about mental health. So I give kudos and credit to you guys. Yes. yes. Thank you. It's black people magic. Black Thank girl you. magic. Black girl magic. Yes. Black girl magic. <laughs>